relax. Those beats mean you're now listening to the very real people and places that supply your high. This is Grown Local with Billy Wayne Davis and Mike McGowan. So we got the some of our new friends and old friends and all the great friends, but you know him. He was on an episode already. We got our boy Scott Tillman, pot snob on the gram. And then we also got proper paid. Did I do it right? I didn't do it right. It's patch, <laughs> but it's close enough. Patch, patch, damn. But so, we just met you at PuffCon which was absolutely amazing. And I immediately wanted to get you guys on to talk about all the insanity and fun that we just had. And honestly, like me and Billy (coughs) have just been texting each other almost a couple of times a day being like, that shit was the dopest. That was (laughs) really fucking cool. (laughs) Thanks so much for having us back. And thanks so much for coming out, man. It was awesome to have you guys. Of course. Thank you guys so much for all your hard work making that shit happen so i mean that was that was very impressive i absolutely loved it if i was telling people i was like this is what my hopes and dreams were of what legalization would be it was basically adult swim and you could dab out the entire day and just have some good food some good music and it was absolutely amazing yeah it reminds me of like a state fair almost like a carnival Everybody's got yeah. like something to eat and it smells good. Everybody's dabbing on something that smells good. Everybody's kind of giggling. Even the guy with the caricatures, you know, kind of just brings it all together. It makes it feel like a, a close knit community. Oh, for sure. And then, uh, and the double Dutch, just having people <laughs> do double Dutch there. Yeah. Okay, now this, now this feels fun. And yeah, one of the important things is making, like, I, I think one of the, cooler things is being like hey let's all get insanely dabbed out and high on in public that has to be normalized (laughs) that is something we gotta get used to doing and that was like the perfect environment to be doing uh, that yeah Yeah, totally it's nice to have a place where you know you you're not the one that's everybody else is drinking and you're the one that's like stepping (laughs) out to go hit your puffco or your proxy or whatever it's nice it's a party for us you know it's a party for our community and we're so often kind of like the marginalized ones that whatever we're doing it's it's nice to have like a day a day for the cannabis community for all the dabbers and everybody to hang out and just you know the vendors the music the food it was you know it's a day for us yeah, because I mean, so the night before, uh, you know, me and Billy, we enjoy energy, like we enjoy the energetic exchange of human beings. And, you know, we kind of, uh, we like to dabble and all that. But so we went to the UCLA game the night before. I seen holy that. fuck, holy fuck, dude. People were drunk as shit, bunch of young kids walking around <laughs> drunk as fuck and just so much like crazy kinetic energy and people just going crazy. But what pisses off is everybody was drunk and drinking, you know, the people do what they want to do, no biggie. But like we we smoked a few infused joints outside, you know, trying to get high enough to go into the game and enjoy ourselves. And then we had a few joints saved for the drive home. But we were just sitting in there at the game being like, man, this would be cool if we could just fucking roll up a joint right now or smoke here. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
But to go from that energy to then PuffCon and just be like, oh, we're just high now. This is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. It was like, you know, you could tell like the second one, like we learned a lot from the first one. And, you know, big shout to Kevin and Brandon and those guys, the events team that really put it together and line up the vendors and line up, you know, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, like the, the couple of days before of building the stage and building like the the different seating areas and getting all the vendors in with their spaces and stuff it's like there's a a lot of logistical pulling that goes in and so our events team is really you know some of the best like kevin comes from he used to run chalice and brandon used to be in the the race car circuit you know and brandon is like his (laughs) details oriented (laughs) henchman that's just out there He's like a sniper for Kevin. They're both, they're a great team and they really, you know, you can tell, like you can see the fruits of their labor. It's, it's one of those like gratification things. If you actually get to see, you know, the fruits of your labor at the end of the day. And I mean, those guys, those guys just smash it with everything that they do. They're very talented. Even with a bum knee, poor Kevin. He just yeah, had Kevin in the wheelchair, <laughs> man. He's got the scooter, man. A poor He'll dude. Look him. at him out there like a field general on the scooter. He was, he was rolling around doing all the things. And it is very impressive. It's like, you see what a bunch of lazy stoners do. You know? sure. Right? Well, and especially like me and Billy were talking, you know, oil heads, you know, people who are smoking oil a lot of times, they do seem to be a lot more of the type A personalities where they're like, let's go out, let's do some shit, let's make some shit happen. And, you know, it definitely showed, especially in that. But yeah, when I introduce some of my like pothead friends to the Puffco devices and stuff, they're always, that's different. It's like a cleaner high. They don't really know how to explain it because they've only smoked flour their entire life. But then when you put them on, they immediately know what you're talking about. Well, I mean, uh, you know, we were just hanging out, you know, in that fucking lovely pillow area and just smoking the shit out of Billy's proxy. And like, holy fuck, I was like, this is a whole different high for me because like sometimes doing dabs, I'm like, okay, I'm dabbed out. I need to take a break type of thing. But the proxy, you could just puff on it and just keep going back to it. And it had a completely different high to it. And, you know, especially that fine ass fucking rosin you guys had going on. I really like that cheese one. I've still been talking about that. <laughs> That's what I yeah, just hit before we came on, actually. Great hash. Those terps can be addicting. They really can. And especially with, you know, people doing it right now with the oil and, you know, actually making some nice stuff. I was like, one of the first times i ever made hash oil it was with pvc piping which a is already bullshit and then you know we had the butane canisters and i was just pumping it through there and just blasting the shit then i remember one time when the cans backfired and i got butane all over my face then i was like oh fuck this and i went outside and i went to go have a cigarette and i was like oh i probably shouldn't oh jeez man but that was we used to call that buddha's earwax back in the day because it was just like the most plant matter nasty green shit that you'd have to try and work your way through but now just sitting there with a proxy i'm just like god damn it i love cannabis (laughs) trichedelic frosty and all them guys really do like (laughs) magical shit with the plant oh for sure they really do. I think PuffCon was like a nice example of like <clears throat> how far 
a lot of the culture has kind of come, you know, we still have a lot of ways to go to like normalization whenever we're just sitting in like a park bench or like a bar table and, you know, smoking hash wherever we want to, but it has come a long way. You know, it's gone from doing this in basements and garages to, you know, like really, really refining the art of hash making and the arts of glass blowing and tie dye and like the different, the different forms that you saw expressed there. It's cool. It's like a, like a melting ground of all the different things that I feel like is, you know, near and dear to the culture's heart. You know, it's cool to, cool to see it grow and evolve over time, you know? No, for sure. Especially with all the glass, the, the glass piece that you had on your box. And damn, that's fucking cool as hell. And then just, yeah, there it is. Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. Oh, there's Gandalf. <laughs> that's the coolest i'm just over here with a boring old bong i'm like god hey it gets it done Dude, it, it works that's yeah. what I'm... <laughs> like it works but no and that's what i love is like especially seeing the culture because you know like i i throw it around as a joke a bunch of you know take it from hip-hop i'm like i'm doing this for the fucking culture man but like to be there and to see the culture and to see how easily puffco is intermingled with it all and stuff like that with the glass with the hash producers and then with the people doing shirts and fun gear and stuff like that oh this is a really good melting pot right here you know this is beautiful yeah sure feels like yeah and then so you guys are the discord guys right you guys are the ones doing all the thing i know that we talked about that earlier in the episode with you scott i after doing this you know after going down and seeing you guys in la i went to my young dude alex at work and i was like can you show me how discord actually works <laughs> all right you got the tutorial huh yeah yeah i'm a little bit of an old dude so i'm trying to figure it out i'm feeling like an old man trying to <laughs> navigate I was like explain to me this myspace and how it works. <laughs> i was never really into many forums growing up either so it was kind of new to me but once you get in there everybody's so welcoming it's easy to kind of pinpoint where you're supposed to go for certain conversations or if you're looking for information there's multiple channels and all sorts of ways to mingle and kind of intertwine with the community ended up being a successful thing for me. And I loved how it's like just organically based people there fuck with Puffco and they want to try and try and make it better. Usually. <clears throat> yeah. It started out, you know, it, it, you know, basically from the ground up, it was like, what do we want to see? You know, it was kind of how we started. And I think that's kind of the, the Puffco vision too, of like how, what the engineering team brings to life. But when we were creating the discord, it was like, what do we want to see? We want to see each other's hash. We want to see each other's glass pieces. We want to see like where you're getting high at, you know, and it evolved from there that it became like, well, I've got a bunch of glass. I'm trying to sell some, I'm trying to trade some. So then it became like a little yard sale thread. And so you can create little channels for everything that you've got going on. So there's a PuffCon thread. People go into PuffCon, can arrange meetups or smoke sessions while they're out there together. DFO, whenever there was a bunch of people there for that. It's just different. Like you can start a thread regarding anything really. So, you know, whenever, you know, we've got troubleshooting threads for if anybody needs, you know, we're on Discord all day. So if anybody needs live troubleshooting with the device, they can just hop in and ping one of us if they don't want to wait on an email back from customer support or they're not comfortable using Instagram or Facebook or Reddit, you know, which we also have, because there's some more members on as well, but you know, Discord is like the most active kind of like 
nerdy members of our community. Those are the people that like taking their shit apart and looking at it. And there's been a lot of modifying in the past and things like that. And we're just like a lot of us deep dive into this. It's like kind of our passion project. And especially during COVID when we didn't have a lot going on, it's like we were, you know, getting high a lot and messing with our puff goes <laughs> a lot, you know? So that's what we did. And it just kind of grew organically like that. And so now there's, you know, dozens of channels in there, you know, there's voice chats just like this. We could hop in there just like this and have a, a video conversation and, you know, hit our puff codes together. We can hit in there and share your screen and play video games together. So we can play Call of Duty or Elden Ring or whatever anybody's playing at the time. So you can like basically do almost anything in there. It's Slack, but done right, you know? So it's, it's, it's a great app and it's, you know, worked really well for us and our community being able to connect with each other. No, for sure. Yeah. We have Slack at my work. And then, so I was already familiar with that. And Alex was like, yeah, this is like Slack, but if it was fun and something you enjoyed doing, and I was like, right? oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I was like, that makes sense. That makes sense. But even like with you two guys, like the way that that connected y'all together is awesome. You know, I think honestly, like at PuffCon, like it felt like it was everybody was friends there. Like everybody was walking around me like, Hey, what's up? And you know, I think a lot of that community effort through things like that and through bringing people in is, you know, honestly the future. And like a lot of the things that resonate with me, I, you know, just, it's, you know, I got into this because I like smoking weed with people, you know, <laughs> that's why I think the majority of us are into it. So. Yeah, I think that's, you know, what we all have in common at the end of the day, like, we're all passionate about the plant in some form, you know, whether it's flower, whether it's hash, whether it's glass, whether it's the community around it, like the tie dye guys and like the carb cap guys (laughs) and the people that, you know, make all the all the stuff that you see out there. It's, you know, the thing that ties us all together is our love for the plant and the people that it brings us around, you know, and so it's, I feel like a lot of people there kind of like, our chosen family, you know, Padge and I met during the pandemic and it's like, you know, consider Padgy and the other guys in our little crew, like lifelong friends, you know, we're, we're in a video call like this every day. We get to see each other a few times a year when we get to travel, <laughs> but it's, we're all great friends. We're all like a little, little, you know, hash family together, you know, it's great. <laughs> Well, I mean, and honestly, that's how kind of Grown Local was. Like, we did a bunch of interviews pre-COVID. And, like, in fact, you know, when Billy was here doing some interviews and he was getting on a plane to fly back to L.A., people were like, oh, that COVID thing, is it might have gotten here to America. And Billy was like, I think I'm going to wear a mask on the plane just to try it <laughs> But then after that, lockdown happened. So, like, we did so many interviews over Zoom, which kind of helped us, you know, change the podcast a little bit better. But then we go out and travel and record some seasons. But, like, a lot of it is just this. And, like, it became deep bonds and deep friendships of just, like, during COVID being and like hey let's smoke together let's talk let's talk about the things that you know are important to us and you know that's that's what most humans actually need in life yeah that companionship or camaraderie of uniting around something i guess it would be like the plant for all of us because if you get i have some really good weed i just want to show it to someone who's going to appreciate it of course i'm the one smoking it so i love it but like I want someone else to enjoy it as well. Or if I get some really good hash, I'm like, man, check out this trichedelics that I got, like super single source. Like no one else really has this type thing. People really love to I guess flex, but also kind of unite around that. 
Well, yeah, I mean, absolutely. So I used to manage a grow shop back in, you know, the medical days, but like <laughs> hardcore, hardcore black market days. And, you know, people always wanted to come in and just you know, slide something across the counter and be like, hey, trick on what I'm doing. I'm like, damn, that's awesome. And even that level of underground stuff kind of felt, you know, going to a record store and hanging out and showing stuff off. And so this is so cool that this is also an avenue for y'all to do it too so yeah um, i feel like and, with sneaker heads you want to show your shoes to each other with you know cannabis and hash heads you want to show your weed your hash <laughs> and bongs to each other right <laughs> like this cool attachment i got you know check out all this um it's got a dinosaur on it <laughs> <laughs> well and especially what they're doing now like it just feels like it's going next level you know i showed you some of the photos of the dudes with just like some of the great crazy glass pieces that they pulled out and like sure. most of that stuff i had never seen until i came here to eugene and now it just seems like it's proliferating out into the world and people are just all about it so yeah absolutely like <clears throat> it's crazy to see like how far that's gone like you see some of these glass games like you see dfo you see champs you see was that heaters in Denver a few months yeah. back? Like, it's just like, so it's so dope. And like, on, one of the highlights for me, honestly, was seeing Scott Deppie at, at PuffCon, man. Seeing Scott Deppie in person is pretty cool. That's like a living legend right there. So it's like, that was, that was cool for me, personally. I mean, a lot of times my favorite things are when people get super excited and most people have no idea what's going on. Do you know who that is? <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> that's the most fun. And, uh, you know, that's, yeah, there is a lot of that vibe around there of just everybody just super excited and engaged. I mean, that's the most important part, but. Yeah, it's yeah. not often you get to like smoke hash with trichedelics and, you know, yeah. just get to hang out with all these people people that are like you know leaders in our our culture you know because a lot of these guys are are you know really like the stuff that they do I feel like really is really contributing to the movement and the culture and the community right now like I feel like a lot of them are really at the forefront and just to be able to get there and smoke hash and just have a conversation with them you know is it feels like a great privilege for me like I'm always super stoked to get to speak to the people that I admire you know so I I really enjoy that aspect of it. I mean, do you guys feel like you're at the forefront? Because to me, you guys are also at the forefront. I mean, you know, the, the Puffco stuff, like that's like new technology. Like I really see it being a way to advance the way that people consume <clears throat> cannabis in the real world and then, you know, interact with human beings and stuff like that. And you guys are doing the discord with them. You know, that's a lot of the cutting edge thing. So I think that's not to answer questions for people, but that's the cool thing is a lot of the people who are on the cutting edge of this industry are just like, no, I'm just happy to be here, man. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I mean, I, I feel like that being at Puffco, I feel like I mentioned that the last time I was on, you know, being at Puffco is kind of like a dream come true. I love the company. We came in as fans, you know, we just were in the discord because we love the devices and just wanted to smoke hash with other people that love the devices. So being there and having a seat at a table, is like definitely like a, like super unique and like, I'm, I'm very flattered by the, by the ability to be there. But yeah, I feel like, I, I do feel like the company is, as you know, 
kind of at the forefront of that right now, you know, with our, our engineering team designing, I feel, you know, making hash and cannabis less scary to regular people, you know, the kind of some of the more square people in the world is what we're out there to do. And I feel, you know, being able to smoke hash on the go without needing a torch and a rig and all the, all the accoutrement that you generally need is, is helpful for that for that normalization that we keep talking about, for bringing the culture forward into the mainstream where it's just not a big deal to smoke cannabis. You don't feel like you have to hide it. You don't feel like the neighbors are going to get weird about it or anything like that. It's just, it's just like having a glass of wine after work or anything like that, you know? And so I, I do feel, you know, that's what we're trying to do. You know, we're trying to make dope shit that we want to use, but we're also trying to make and create a safer space for the entire community to exist and be themselves without having to look over their shoulder or having to live in any kind of like fear. I mean, the cops are one thing, but even just societal pressures, right? Of, you know, having your kids taken away or like any kind of like weird threats like that. There's some fucked up shit that, you know, people try and do to people just for consuming cannabis out there. And so the more that we can put it out there in the mainstream and make people less scared of it and just make people see us for who we are, which is like stoners, but people that also like to make dope shit and throw cool block parties and, you know, make cool shirts and glass and, you know, artwork and things like that. Like, we're just our own culture too, you know? So hopefully we're advancing those causes and, you know, hopefully the discord gave people that safe space, you know, especially during COVID, whenever it's like puff puff pass was taken away from us and we couldn't sit there and sesh with the homies anymore. What we had was the people in the discord over video chat because everybody around the world was locked down. So, you know, that's, that's really what it was there for. And now it's, now it's so much more than that, but that was where it started was just like a safe place to sesh, you know? And so hopefully, you know, as, as Puffco continues to, to make and reach objectives, we'll continue that cause of normalizing hash and cannabis, you know, in mainstream society. Well, and that's the other thing too. So you guys are doing the discord, you know, you don't, fully know where all the people are coming from you know whether they're in legal states non-legal states or what you know and I think that's kind of the best part of kind of subverting things is you're able to get into everywhere and you're able to be like hey guys this is this and just you know there's an outside world that's coming to your home sooner or later you don't have to worry about this and that gives a lot of people hope and, you know, also the drive, because I'm sure there's a lot of people who are like, damn, that oil looks insane. I don't got anything like that here. And, you know, that maybe, you know, a guy will get in his head and be like, all right, you know what? I'm going to go and fucking make that myself. <laughs> sure. I mean, education's a huge aspect of it right now. If you're in a either medical or a non-legal state, like, you might, you might want to show somebody your weed to make sure it's good weed or it's good hash, right? You know, oftentimes you don't really know if you're getting quality products out there. So having other people around who do know what quality products is, is an asset. When I was young and coming up and especially getting involved in hash, when it's like, there's so many different textures and, you know, 
colors and, you know, smells and things like that. You know, there's been some like bad concentrates that have gone around during the years. And so having people that have that knowledge, especially when you're kind of like a noob in college starting out dabbing, you know, having some old geezers like us to be able to tell you what's good hash <laughs> and what's not, you know, it's, it's an asset, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be careful. You may end up getting something that some dude made at, through a PVC pipe. And it works. <laughs> <laughs> right? Right? Some I fucking remember spunk the, shit. <laughs> there was a guy that got like some pine resin one time in our uh, Discord, man. And yeah, like people sell pine resin as it's dabs in a legal market. Some people come in and are like, is this hash? It's I don't know, man. If it, makes your, if it makes your teeth sticky, I wouldn't keep smoking that. <laughs> oh, God. That's horrible. And that's the sad part of how you can take advantage of people in non-legalized states. I mean, and it's the same thing as with alcohol. When it was illegal, they had a lot of issues with people like poisoning people and, you know, doing horrible stuff. And it's just, we ain't got time for that anymore. There's very little that we understand about the universe. So the stuff that we actually understand about the universe, we should do proper and not fuck up people's lives with it. So, Amen. Uh, that's just the way i feel about it but totally. yeah what what do you think is your guys favorite part of the discord if not to keep going through the discord but oh, i want to sure. hear from you a little bit yeah it's i love just that unison feeling of because when i when i was growing up it was always like a hot box in somebody's truck so it was like me and four of my buddies were all like having a good time laughing somebody puts on an instrumental and then like somebody starts freestyling we all laughed our ass off at him and it's just bringing every bit of that community into it because there's always that one person you can kind of laugh at. There's that one person you're really cool with. There's that one person that you're like, oh, shit, he's in here. I don't want to hang out anymore. But you still love him <laughs> because he's kind of in there with you. He's like that little brother or whatever. But it, it's like having that. It's not like a, I mean, it's almost like family, but it's like the people that you're kind of you build that relationship with over something that you're passionate about. And I feel like that just helps you build those because again growing up you're just friends with people who are you're around but once you get to that point where you can kind of choose who you want to be friends with and you pick the people who are passionate about the things that you're passionate about it gets you on that different level that you kind of need to to, to grow up and get on where you need to be with your life so I thought that's what helped me get to where I wanted to be was doing the things that I wanted to do and not just kind of following the crowd and doing what people around me were doing yeah there's a lot of that growing up where it's like i don't know this is just where i was born these were the people around me this is what my life's going to be until i decide to move or if i have some type of exit to it and a lot of times people don't have the light at the end of the tunnel to be like oh i can go and do something like that oh there's out there's people out there doing cool stuff i mean fuck i'm like 36 i grew up the 10 15 minutes outside of philly i have some friends who have only been to philly five times in their life which is it's fucking crazy to me i'm like you guys gotta get out and do something with your goddamn life but you know the whole idea of even being in la talking to people like you you know a lot of my friends see me online doing stuff and they're like your life's crazy i'm like yeah it's awesome you can just go out and do that if you want nobody's stopping you <laughs> yeah anytime i tell people back home what i'm doing now for a living they're like how the hell did you do this like where did you find <laughs> like where'd you find this lottery ticket at and it's basically mm -hmm. how i feel sometimes is i just kind of found a lottery ticket on the ground but people say do what you love and you'll i mean never work a day in your life and i feel like i just started doing what i love first before it became my career 
And that's a good way to follow it down too. Is to be like, all right, I'm gonna find the shit that I like. Doesn't even have to be cannabis. Anybody that's listening, just go out and find what you fucking love, and then just go and do it. Be like, be about that. So I mean, yeah, I don't know. You only get one life, so you might as well be out there doing it. You know, you may end up working in politics, and then all of a sudden run a Discord and just do dabs and stuff like that, and just have a crazy life. right get get the chance to meet a loudmouth dude from new jersey and billy wayne davis too <laughs> right who would have thought all, who would have thought who would <laughs> but yeah no i think that's really cool so is there plans to move and do puff you know cons in other cities and other states and other things all the potential for it i mean if we could get one in every small rural town in america i think we could actually solve a lot of issues america is <laughs> dealing with at this point <laughs> yeah i'm not puff. sure i'm not sure if lubbock's <laughs> ready for puff con out there in west <laughs> texas just yet <laughs> <laughs> um, like that's that's kind of up, up there, like the whole events department you know does does all that kind of stuff so like i know there, there were talks about doing one like not in la but i'm not sure if or when that'll happen like obviously like we hope to but you know mm-hmm. logistically it's tough not having your office like right next door you know for all the different <laughs> things that you need for so many people it's just such a huge event and there's so many logistics and like the man- manpower like we'd have to fly like half the company to you know omaha nebraska for your rural <laughs> puffcon, right and so man that's tough <laughs> listen have you guys thought about a very big van you guys get a really big van and you can just drive around partridge family style just being like we're gonna set up a puff con right here whatever we're gonna do <laughs> man that would be a wild road trip <laughs> <laughs> you're just on the road for an entire decade being like all right we're just gonna keep doing this but it's all the fun but yeah uh, so with the vendors and everything i think that was one thing i didn't really think about until later where i was just like well, a lot of these shirts are going to be collector's items. Like a lot of these, you know, it's a lot of it kind of reminded me of like our generation. We kind of grew up on like pogs, like all this kind of capitalism sure. being like, here, collect this thing, do these things. And we we're like, oh, oh, okay, we're children. Sure, we'll do that. And then now we've taken it and we flipped it and kind of turned it into a fun game for things that we actually care about and in our fun. And okay, well, we're going to collect them. There's going to be a community limited drops. There's going to be this and that. And a lot of that just started getting the chemistry in my brain firing. I was like, oh, I'm going to buy two shirts one to keep in plastic and i'm gonna <laughs> we're gonna rock the shit out of one of them people are gonna be like i know what that shirt's from us like we should session them we should fucking down <laughs> there you go i know i got a, a shirt even like from last year so then this year at the vendor i wanted to make sure to get another one from them to kind of continue that legacy of getting a shirt from that one vendor fidel's actually was the one that i chose he's got like some of the best quality flour i've ever smoked in my life so Anytime I ever see them out and about, always trying to support them. They always support us. So we really appreciate them coming out. Yeah, I definitely smoked one there infused. It seemed like a humongous cigar. Uh, that hash hole we smoked yep that hash hole i was like holy shit this is fucking huge (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it did me very well. It did me very well. It tasted absolutely delicious. And it's like, oh, okay, all right. I see what this is about. <laughs> totally. And like that hat Patchy's got on right there too. All my hats are dead. Does all his hats are super fire and collector's items. Those are oh, it's by Fidel's too. I forgot that was the Fidel's yeah. collab, <laughs> right? But this is a one of one. Yeah, collector's <laughs> item, right? <laughs> So everything's a collector's item now. I really like that. That's right. Beanie babies. Right? <laughs> but actually cool. That's the weird thing. Is it's fucking cool. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta catch all the proxy attachments. Nice. Oh, uh, that's everything's dope. a collector's. No, oh, yeah. Like I said, I really like just now because you know. I followed Puffco. Now, you know, of course, I'm doing the pot snob, of course. And then after the event, it was just like all these Puffco people, connections, connections, connections. And now I'm seeing all the attachments to the proxies. I'm just like, fuck, I need to start buying all these. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah, it's a rabbit hole, you know, like once you go down it, like that's that's what happened to me. And that's, you know, where the Discord came from. It fell down the rabbit hole of the Reddit. And so I wanted more interaction, like right away. I wanted to talk to people about it instead of waiting for somebody to reply to my post. So, you know, the Discord is that instant gratification of I need answers. <laughs> how many, I don't know if this is how it works, but how many people are usually on the Discord at any given time? Oh, yeah we could look usually i mean it ranges during the busier parts of the day you know after work there's more people alone in the afternoons or sometimes there'll be like a morning sesh but it can range yeah there's I mean, generally a, a few hundred that are online at a time it's about i don't know four thousand members or so so any given cool. time there's you know a couple to a few hundred people online yeah well yeah so like back in the day, you know, there was a few forums on like how to grow weed on, you know, the interwebs. And I remember when I found that, I was just like, oh, this is amazing. I'm finally connected. There's this many people out here growing weed. What the fuck? Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, back in those days, I was like, do you know anybody that grows weed? Nobody knew anybody that grew weed. And then now to finally meet them, I was just like, holy shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You can ask people, those people specific questions that nobody else would understand or know the answer to right and it's 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 tough to find those kinds of resources sometimes depending on on where you are and you know who you have to talk to no yeah that it was a game changer it was weird and you can see the evolution of it too because it used to be the forums and then it moved to instagram once you know there was medical and legalization happen now instagram kind of you know just just because they'll cut you off for no fucking reason out of nowhere and it's just like, oh man but then then the kid at work alex who i was asking the questions to he's on a bunch of just growers and entomologists and stuff like that like people you know with bugs and trying to figure out how to deal with things preventatively i'm like okay this is fucking dope this is you know i need to get on this this is where all the things are at now so it's cool to see the evolution and across you know all platforms and how it goes on the interwebs totally it's yeah. interesting how how everything connects like whenever we were starting the discord we reached out and we made friends with the guy who'd started the reddit you know who was justin who was with us you know he also works with us now 
And uh, but he'd been running the Reddit for five years for free. And we reached out to Cody over on Puffco Peak Party. And it was kind of like we reached out, we're like, hey, we run all these groups, we should be friends, right? Let's all work together and you know, try like there's no point in us like trying to jostle to be the most popular group. How about we all just be <laughs> friends and help fucking people? Like that's what we're here to do. You know, and so instead of letting any kind of egos get in the way, we're all, you know, pals. And Cody, unfortunately, couldn't be there. He had family stuff he had to attend to. But, you know, Cody would have been right there with us, you know, uh, that afternoon as well. Hopefully he'll make the next one. But, yeah, it's I think that, you know, connecting those groups together and then all of us maintaining lines of communication, I think, helps everything move smoothly and people get what they need. If Cody Cody knows how to troubleshoot things on Facebook, and if he can't figure anything out or needs a warranty replacement, he knows to swing it over to us and we can get people taken care of right away. So we've just got a pipeline for our customers that make sure they're always like being tended to and helped. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. All right. Quickly around the horn. Not quickly, but (laughs) favorite moment from this weekend. Because there's like a part of me that just really wants to speak the gospel. Because a lot of times our listeners are people live in small towns, small states who have no idea about these things and don't even get access to, you know, even Discord or have that connection to other people. So I really want to paint a picture in their head of like how amazing this event was. So, you know, what's your favorite part? For me, it was one of the members from our Discord actually sent me a message and he was like maybe a few feet from the front of the stage right before Flatbush Zombies came on. And he was like, I got a joint rolled if you want to smoke. So I went over there not expecting anything of it, like because the music wasn't playing or anything yet. But then as soon as we spark it up, Roger come out and he introduced Flatbush and the bass just went through you. And I remember thinking like I was in the perfect place at the perfect time. And just like <laughs> I started jumping and raging and everybody all around me was having a great time. It just felt the party had officially started, but it was almost over. It was crazy how everybody (laughs) just got on the same level immediately. That was probably my favorite moment. Yeah, that that was amazing. I love Flatbush Zombies. I had no idea that they're going to be there. And then when I saw it, I was like, what the fuck? But I was... (laughs) I was maybe like, you know, I, you can see in my video, like maybe you know, 20, 30 feet away from the front of the stage. Billy and Billy and Slee were in the back and I walked up and I was like, I'm just going to be up here for a couple of songs. And, you know, everybody just had their puff codes out. They just started hitting them and stuff like that. And then they just fucking went crazy and they started off the show with so much goddamn energy. I was just into the songs. I was really fucking high. And then after three songs or something like that, I turned around and was just, you know, so many people, hundreds of people had came to the front. I was like, oh, this shit's really <laughs> fucking going off right now. This shit's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this is a fantastic. <clears throat> Man, I, I I hate to go three for three, but I'm gonna have to say part of the Flatbush set too. Was I was I too was I was back by the back. I think it, it wasn't like the set necessarily, but it was more just like looking and kind of soaking in the moment. I guess as I was standing towards the back, I was smoking a, a hash hole. Shouts to Fidel, and. I remember I, I was just looking at like the, the lights were super dope. You could see the spotlights crisscrossing. There was just puffs of smoke going up over the crowd. The zombies jumped out and were crowd surfing. Everybody was like jumping. You could see like the phone lights were up. And it just it was just like a very a visual spectacle. There's five, six, seven thousand people out there. Like the, the street where the block party was just packed. And it's just the sea of people just kind of like 
jumping and vibing and the puff codes and the joints are going up and like and it was just it was like that moment of just everybody just really seemed like they were they were into it the performers were into it the crowd was into it everybody seemed like it was all on a very even wavelength everybody was having a blast and it was just like that kind of that that's a snapshot for me in my mind yeah and i think you know that speaks to us like everybody was in the same state of mind like even me and Billy and Slee were talking about is, you know, when we were out in the crowd, you know, there's thousands of people and it's the quietest and chill I've ever been around thousands of people. Like I wasn't having to yell or shout to have my homie next to me here. Everybody was just kind of vibing and just enjoying themselves. And I was like, oh, this is what I've wanted my entire goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like that. You usually have that group of assholes who's drunk and they just kind of ruin it for a group of other people. But whenever you don't include that, I think it just, it again, brings that community of everyone you want involved together and connected on the same vibes of good energy and wanting to, wanting it to be successful and not wanting to see anything like damaged or harmed. I noticed it wasn't any vandalism. People weren't like messing up stuff or knocking things over or like trying to mess up, like dumping trash where it wasn't supposed to be. It was just like almost like people cared about it as if it was their own house or if they were somewhere where they wanted to respect and appreciate again another time exactly it was a beautiful beautiful event i loved it so much thank you guys so much for your time thank you for what you're doing for the community and for the culture i greatly appreciate it i i highly suggest everybody goes and buys a puffco and i highly suggest you go onto the discord and talk to the homies and enjoy using it with these guys. You know, they're, they're a lot of fun and, you know, go to an event and you can session with them anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Type in discord.gg slash It'll take you there. Sweet. Thank you guys so much. Mm-hmm.